Are you taking a be real? Yeah. Tyler. <laughs> All of a sudden, Tyler just pulls up his wow. phone and peace sign. You have two minutes to do it. <laughs> it was actually late. This show is being broadcast on Treaty One territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Metis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I can't believe it's so soon already. What in here reminds you of Christmas right now? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, okay. Either way, we are officially almost there. So, of course, we're going to talk about some Christmas traditions. We do have a... There's a Christmas card. That's yeah. I totally saw that. That's exactly what that was. Um, also, if you are scrambling, trying to figure out some last-minute gifts, there's a very, very good one that you could buy somebody in your family. Uh, that's coming up in the news feed at 6.30. We got Wait What, a new way to get banned on Twitter, sports feed, all that fun stuff. Let's do it. Dave Wheeler could potentially be the hardest working person in radio. I don't know, because he took off this entire week, but you're still going to hear him in sports and you're still going to hear him in music news you can use all week. Yeah. Like he's he's still working even though he decided to take holidays. So thank God, honestly, thank yeah. God. And he's still going to be doing the podcast for you. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, you can thank Dave. He's the one that's doing it all week as well. We are going to be diving into some Christmas gifts that you can buy a little last minute and uh, one that people will be unbelievably appreciative of when they need it. That's, Lettuce. That's coming up in the news feed at 6.30. Also talking about some Christmas traditions at 6.50. First, though, I uh, would like to touch on this. Elon Musk, I know how much you love him, but mm. um, he has put down... So he's been doing all kinds of polls and bans and who knows what, but he has now... Twitter is absurd right now. It make, it's, it's, it's Every day is different. It's wild. I feel like what he's doing, I get it, but it's also pushing a lot of people out, and that's dumb. For yeah, but he, he did say that uh, it, Twitter is the most used it's ever been. Yeah, so, that's true. Okay. So, I, I mean, I as much as I don't want to stand up for him, like, uh, he's got people talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he's put another ban on Twitter under his new ownership, and you know what? I think you might stand behind this one. Me? You, maybe you listening. I don't know, because it does actually kind of make sense. So there's this one uh, link tree. Have you ever used link tree? Oh, that's You're familiar like if, with if, it? Okay, it, that's if you have multiple links. Okay, so you click one link, and, and then it you, opens you put up it on pretty a tree. much... Yeah, it <laughs> opens up a page, and then people can find whatever they want from you. It could be like your TikTok page, yeah. your Instagram page, your Shopify, whatever it is. Yeah, so Linktree is really common in the world of influencers, creators, big businesses, because you post that link, and boom, they can find you and follow you everywhere if they want to. And Elon is banning that. He's actually banning... Anything at all that has to do with the self-promotion of on that of your accounts on other social media platforms. And so Linktree was the first one where he pretty much was like, I get annoyed of seeing these all the time. I'm banning it. And so now on Twitter, if you even so much as post your username for another platform, you could be banned. If you share you a Instagram tic- or yes, TikTok, yes. If like you, you can't share, put your TikToks on uh, Twitter anymore. If you share a TikTok mm. with your Instagram, or Damn. sorry, with your username flashing in the corners there as it does, and the TikTok logo yeah. on it, you could be banned. Like accounts. That's even, a bold move. Accounts even that were like, hey. I know so much about this. Thanks so much for sharing. You can read more about this. And here's my link to my Instagram post I did about it or whatever it may be are getting banned over that. Now, that's that's a bold move. But does it not make sense? Kind of. I don't. I don't know if it makes sense. I, I don't. I also don't think that like cross promoting on different platforms. While I realize that they're all under different ownership, like is that really a bad thing for each platform? Because if you think about it on that link tree as an example, everybody also has their Twitter account. Right. So are they now going to be removing their Twitter account from well, it because they're I, like screw you, guy? Gosh, that's so dramatic too, though. Like, oh my goodness. Yikes. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a bold move on Elon's part. I think I'm fascinated by it. We're either going to see the full demise of Twitter in 2023 or a huge resurgence. And there's and this is going to be like a whoa, this yeah. is everything we needed. Wow. I'm curious, are you still on Twitter? No. Well, I I have an account, but I don't go on it. Okay. Yeah. No. I want 
don't know if you're listening right now and you've actually stopped using Twitter because it's just too much to deal with at the moment. I want to know. Send us a text 204-452-1061. Jasmine Lane's got Wait What coming up in just a few minutes. And uh, Dave, again, even though he's on holidays, he's still got a sports feed for you coming up at 630. Wait. What? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. I don't know. This might be bringing back some memories of the Taylor Swift tour ticket shenanigans. Why do celebrities keep doing this? Offering more than they can actually accommodate. I don't understand it, especially when you know something is going to sell out. And there's a lot of things out there where you know it's going to sell out. Why do you offer more tickets than available? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, So Sylvester Stallone, who we know commonly as Rocky, is dealing with a ton of angry fans. So he had this like Rocky meet and greet. Um, There was a big dinner. He went up on stage and spoke and they had these photo op packages for as much as $1,200 to go and get your photo taken with Rocky. He signs it for you. You have a quick little chat. And they ended up selling more packages than he actually had time for, given the fact that this event was a dinner, speaking, question period, and then photos. And Sylvester Stallone is like almost 80. So obviously he's tired. Is he actually? Yeah, he is. He's like 76 or something. Like he's old. And so he gets to the point of the photo packages. Yeah, he's he did, 76. He did like 100 photo packages and he's like, yo... I can't. I'm. I, I'm exhausted. I'm I've been here for six so, hours. So he didn't. He, did anybody get a refund? So, the thing that sucks about this is there were different tiers of packages, and so some of them were as cheap as like two hundred bucks. Some, like I said, were like over twelve hundred. And so, and it, but it was a first come first serve, so everybody just got up in line. So if you were waiting for the line to die down before you went in, you didn't get it, no matter how much money you spent. But yes. They did end up getting a refund, but oh, they're okay. still absolutely mad because this opportunity does not come by often. No, but also, like, if, if this would be a completely different story if he didn't do a refund. He did a refund. It, yeah, it sucks in the moment. You wish that you had seen that person. But also, like, I don't know, meet and greets are weird because you you pay to meet somebody. And then what if that person just isn't? I don't know. Like, I, it's yeah. I, don't I know. remember when Kanye was here last, he had a meet and greet and he was like, three hours late and then ended up not even doing it and it's like all these people paid to like what the heck just don't do it then if you don't want to do it don't do it yeah I'm not surprised by that god this is the news feed Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr the upcoming Guardians movie has a big change that caused a major headache for its creators and also Jersey Shore's Vinny experienced something we never thought he would while shooting Dancing with the Stars First, it is a very good time to have CAA, and honestly, if you're last minute looking for a gift, a year-long CAA membership might not be a bad idea. It is something that they offer. Over 400 calls came in over uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to help people whose vehicles were stuck or wouldn't start. Those calls are only going to continue to grow as more snow is expected over the holiday season. We might have some good music in store for us in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy movie. James Gunn said that this was the hardest soundtrack he's ever had to compile for a Guardians movie, largely because previously they had a cassette tape. And so the music that they had to work with was from Mm. the 70s. So it was in, you know, big library, but not as big. Whereas now... The Guardians find an MP3 player. So there's tens of thousands of songs available. Would that not make it easier? You have more to pick from? But he said he worked twice as hard on curating the soundtrack with... uh, You know, the franchise is known for doing a very well job at it. So... Should be fine. But yeah, you know what? I agree with you, actually. You would think that it would be maybe a little bit easier to pick out some of the tops. But if you think about how many songs are influential and so good over the years in MP3, the database there is almost unlimited. So, uh, yeah. The forever single Jersey Shore alum, Vinny. Emotions are like muscles. When you tear them, they come back stronger. Oh. Right now, we're going to have a quote off. Oh, shoot. Like a roast battle, except like positive and motivational. (laughs) 
So he may have found love in a place we would have never guessed. Dancing with the stars. Both he and Bachelor star Gabby Wendy, who started off the season engaged. Then suddenly her and Vinny became a little flirty and her fiance suddenly stopped showing up in the audience to support her. Well, they ended up announcing their breakup, and now Gabby and Vinny mm. have gone very public with their flirtation. Vinny posting on her social media, did you get the flowers? Next time I'll buy you he, red. He did that? He, he, yeah. <laughs> oh, so they're not... They're not no. Uh, no? Okay. So apparently they aren't actually dating dating yet, what? but she has said that the door... What do you mean door, dating dating? Like, like, like boyfriend, girlfriend? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> they really like Jeez. each other, but they don't like like I each can't. other yet. Oh God. Um, but she has said that she is completely open to Vinny if he is ready to settle down, oh which she gosh. notoriously isn't. Gabby's personality stole not only Vinny's heart, but also that of viewers, as she's also been promoted to co-host uh, the show's future seasons. Yeah. Zemi live from the home studio because this is the last World Cup update for another four years when the tournament will be held in North America. Yes, Canada, USA, and Mexico will split duties for the 2026 World Cup. That coming up in just a minute. But first, the Winnipeg Jets were in action Saturday night for Hockey Night in Canada. Late start in Vancouver before all the snow fell. Maybe Winnipeg brought them some for Christmas. Jets up 1-0 in the second period. Dubois in the face-off circle against the Canucks' fourth line. Teeing one up and scoring is Kevin Capobianco. And it's 2-0 for the Winnipeg Jets. That would be the winning goal as the Jets went on to win 5-1. They played the Seattle Kraken last night. And who won that game, Tyler Carr? Yeah, unfortunately, it went to the Seattle Kraken. And what was the final score? Well, it was 3-2 for the Seattle Kraken. The Jets will host the soon-to-be-owned-by-Ryan-Reynolds, Ottawa, hopefully, Ottawa mm. Senators, tomorrow night downtown at Canada Life Centre. Manitoba Moose played a pair of games in downtown Winnipeg over the weekend. Moves it across Gavanka. Chisholm in the middle of the ice. Back for Gavanka. One-timer. He scores! Leon Gavanka is sixth of the season. And the Moose lead 3-0. That was the game winner Saturday as the Moose take two wins from the weekend. 6-2 Saturday and 3-2 yesterday in overtime over the Belleville Senators. Winnipeg Ice were in action over the weekend after Friday's game was postponed due to Highway Number 1 being too icy. The two teams met Saturday night at the Ice Cave on the U of N campus, tied at two at the end of regulation. Got to poke the puck free. Peterson's there, and he's got a breakaway. Owen Peterson, he's in alone. Scores! Owen Peterson wins it in overtime! Brian Munn's on the call for the Winnipeg Ice. The Ice will resume their WHL schedule Wednesday night with a road trip in Moose Jaw to take on the Warriors. NFL over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't see the game of the weekend on Saturday, it was possibly the game of the century as the Minnesota Vikings were hosting the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday afternoon, U.S. Bank Stadium, Vikings down 33-0 at the half. I'll say that again. Vikings down 33-0 at the half to the Colts. Not sure what kind of adjustments they made. But the Vikings came all the way back to tie it and force overtime. Greg Joseph for the NFC North. And the kick is good. It's a winner at U.S. Bank Stadium. And the Vikings are kings in the North once again. Greg Joseph, as cold as the weather in Minnesota. (laughs) Seeing money straight cash. The Vikings make the largest comeback in NFL history to clinch the division. Absolutely insane comeback. Wow. If you're a Vikings fan, you have just been on cloud nine. That best Christmas gift you could have gotten a week out from Christmas. Packers and Rams play tonight for Monday Night Football. And finally, Mm. the moment you've all been waiting for. Yes. The finals of the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Doha, Qatar. Saturday's game saw the Croatians beat Morocco for third. And it made way for the Argentinians and the French to take center stage in what would be an absolute thrilling match to watch. Lionel Messi, one of the best players in the game. Scores 23 minutes in on a penalty kick. Di Maria adds another as Argentina goes into the locker room at half with a 2-0 lead. France, obviously not happy with their performance. Their head coach gave one of the most inspiring speeches of a lifetime. No, 
Attendez un peu. Il est inutile d'attendre 24 heures et je n'ai aucun conseil à demander. C'est tout décidé, je sais ce que j'ai à dire. C'est non, non, en aucun cas. Nope, that was actually no. the movie the McAllister family was watching in yeah. France while they were on vacation and home alone. Oh my God. Nonetheless, the French come back and score two in the second half to force extra time, where Leo Messi scores another to put Argentina ahead by one. Maybe it's all over, but no. Mbappe, who likes a cold frappe while reading about agape, wow. scores on a penalty to make it a 3-3 Fantastic. game. And we're heading to penalties to decide the winner of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. I'm bringing my broom because you know why? It was a Messi, a Leo Messi, who scores on penalties and Argentina wins 4-2. Latinos and Latinas around the world are rejoicing for the win. Argentina, your 2022 FIFA World Cup champions. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For December 19th, 2022. Britney Spears' father, Jamie, has given his first interview in a decade in which he insisted that his daughter might not be alive today if it hadn't been for the conservatorship she was placed under for 13 years. He said to the Daily Mail in the UK, quote, Not everybody's going to agree with me, but I love my daughter with all my heart and soul. Where would Britney be right now without that conservatorship? I don't know if she'd be alive. I don't. The media has not heard the truth. They've heard the allegations from Britney. I don't mind taking that beating because I know it's not true and because I don't want to start something else, unquote. Spears said he didn't regret implementing the conservatorship, but refused to say whether he thought it went on for too long, saying, quote, You can answer that question yourself. Just look at how things are now. It's me. Ticketmaster has 170,000 tickets still to sell for Taylor Swift's upcoming The Eras Tour after the general sale was cancelled due to extraordinarily high demand. According to Billboard.com, Ticketmaster will be distributing the remaining tickets over the next four weeks via Tickets Today, which was originally created in the early 2000s for members of the Dave Matthews Band fan club to purchase tickets. It was acquired by Live Nation in 2008 and now operates the Ticketmaster Verified Fan Request platform. Last week, fans who had originally signed up to Ticketmaster's verified fan program started receiving emails about a new sales window. In a bid to avoid the congestion of the first round of pre-sales, fans will be invited to select which tickets they'd like to purchase over the next week alongside their card details. Sales are limited to two tickets per person, while a digital lottery will decide who is successful. Miley Cyrus has been teasing new music for 2023. The singer began teasing the follow-up to 2020's Plastic Hearts with a series of posters featuring the strapline New Year, New Miley appearing around L.A. Later, Cyrus updated her Spotify bio to contain the phrase, while the words have also appeared in her Twitter bio. Fans have speculated that Cyrus could be once again working with the same producer who produced her 2013 album Bangers. The two of them recently appeared together in a photo posted to Instagram with the captions, Ear Drummers and Headbangers. Cyrus released her first live album called Attention, Miley Live, earlier this year, which featured two unreleased songs, Attention and You, as well as 20 live versions of songs from across her career. That's music news you can use for December 19th, 2022. For more music news, subscribe to music news you can use on your podcast app. I'm Dave Wheeler. New Miley Cyrus music to start off 2023. I'm not mad about that. That's good. Jasmine, what's a Christmas tradition that you and the family do every single year? Like one thing that you have to do every holiday season? Open a gift on Christmas Eve before bed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just a singular gift. Yeah. Okay. And is it from someone specific? Is no. it usually from the mom? You, or just, you pick a you, gift that has gift your name on it. Yeah. And you open one gift. What if it's your big gift? Well, then they'll tell you not to open that one. So it's not any gift under the tree. Well, you pick one, but yeah, you know. We've so you been... pick one, but then it's determined if that's the one that you should pick. But we've been programmed into knowing not to pick like the biggest box or something. Like but you what pick if, a like, small but gift. But sometimes the most expensive one is in a small box. Well, then I guess they're screwed. I don't know. Why, open your it. Christmas tradition is whacked. It's great. <laughs> no, it's two days of presents. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's your uh, Christmas tradition? Something you and the fam have to do every year? Uh, you, you text us right now, 204 452 1061, or even call the loud line at 204 478 8040. We had one, and I'm actually a little upset that we don't do it anymore. 
Like it just like stopped happening one year. And now going home this year, I rem- I'm thinking, I'm like, why don't we do this anymore? Like it just disappeared. What? Like my mom doesn't, my mom is usually really good at like, hey, we do this. Let's do it every year. Like, you know, she gets, I don't know. It's just really sad. So back when I, I could remember, like I would think maybe 2002, this would have started every year on Christmas Eve, we would get a new game. Like oh. we would get like a board game ask, but more of an Uno. Okay. We would get a different version of Uno every year for Christmas Eve. And then would you play it we together? Would, we would play it on Christmas Eve okay. and we would play it on Christmas. So we got like the Uno Extreme, the one where the cards are flying out at you. We'd get the regular one. We had this one called Aww. Uno Topple where it would it was on a scale and then you would play it and the scale would fall. We had one called Uno Flash where it would just randomly select whose turn it was and it was so much fun. And then in the last, I think now, four years... There just hasn't been a new Uno game. And I'm like, do my parents, they just like stopped caring about the game? Maybe they just don't. Sounds like it. Right. And so now I'm like, well, is it now up to me? Do I have to go out and buy the Uno game and wrap it and put it under yes. the tree? Like, is that is that my parents being like, well, if they don't care anymore, they're not asking for it. They're not doing it anymore. Then they don't want to do it. I Yeah, I would honestly think that maybe it was just like a tradition. When was the last time you guys did this? <sighs> it, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be at least four years ago now. So maybe it was something where you're parents were like maybe they don't actually care about it anymore so why are we still doing but then this? have a conversation about but it. i feel like if you were to show up to your holiday gatherings this year and have something like that your parents would be like oh that's cute they'd probably okay. be really grateful so you think that i gotta go out and i gotta continue a this tradition Uno game like something fun and not just like a new no, theme to, card no like it, it has, has to be, be uno yeah, it okay. has to be Uno. Every year we would get a different one. And it's surprising because you think Uno is just like the card game. Like, it's just the one. But no, every year they would come out with a new edition and a different way to play it. And I, I was at Walmart yesterday, the one on uh, Regent there. They had like three different Uno games Did this they? year. Yeah, and they oh. had and um, uh, Uno. They also have, what's the after Uno? Uno Dos. Tres. Yeah, so they have Dos now. Oh. Yeah, so Uno and Dos. So, yeah. <laughs> what is the difference between? I don't the know. Two? I don't know. I have so many questions. I know. No, they legitimately have a dose game now. Yeah, literally, oh. the exciting game invites two to four players to challenge each other's teams. The goal is the f- so you, you're, it's more of like a team one. So you're playing as like dose two people instead of one. Yeah, just like Uno, Dos involves a race to be the first to get rid of your cards. To start, there are two discard piles, and then you're in like a team. So maybe that's the one I pick up this year. Maybe I pick up Dos. That's fun. <laughs> that's and you have two. two. Yeah, I mean, you would Uno. have a. Yeah. You yeah. haven't. Oh no, you wouldn't have an odd number. But instead of in Uno, you know, when there's one card left in your hand, you have to say Uno. Yeah. It, when Dos, when there's you two cards, but there, when there's two cards left. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Dos is everything's got to be with two. I'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> there was a game in cards. I forget what it's called now, but we had a big discussion about this last year. I remember on the show because I was like, "What is this freaking card game called?" Um, and then I learned that it's actually just with a regular deck of cards, and it is essentially Uno. Oh, okay. With a regular deck of cards. I'm like, well, I feel dumb now. Uh, Caleb texted in at 204-452-1061. Tyler, you have to get Uno Flip. It is by far the most intense version of the Unos. That's crazy. Okay. There's just like, yeah, no, you know what? You're right. I'm going to, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to, I'm going to be the one to continue the tradition. That's what I'm going to (gasps) do. Marcel just sent me a Facebook message. There's a Super Mario Uno. Oh my gosh, and all the characters are on it. I almost got you that for Christmas, and then I didn't. Oh my gosh, that would have been perfect. I thought about it. Includes a special Mario rule? What's well, the you, Mario rule? You have to get that now. All right. Well, keep those uh, Christmas traditions coming in on the text line and uh, call the loud line as well. The loud line's getting festive, coming up in just over 10 minutes. Wow. <laughs> what a song. Oh, so good. So he did get a text, and you know, I may as well just explain it a little bit. So this song from Gaga, Bloody Mary, is actually from 2011 on her album Born This Way. And the person that texted in, Jamie, she's like, well, this song wasn't on Wednesday. No. no it wasn't. But you know that iconic dance that Wednesday was doing at what is the prom? Was that the prom scene? Yes. Yeah, so Wednesday was doing that dance at the prom scene. It went viral. But it didn't go viral with the song from the show. It went viral to this Bloody Mary. Song from Gaga, which in turn now 
has been charting and uh, now it is being sent to radio. So just crazy. Very crazy that a song from 2011 is making a comeback. Uh, it's Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. It is a very special day this Monday. We announce the winner of our Bakery Buddy. That is your chance. You can go online, energy106.ca, and sign up to become a Bakery Buddy where you'll win $50 to Guns Bakery. And this week's winner... We announce them every Monday. Is Deanna Jokic? Joe, Joe, Deanna, yay! Joe kick. Joe kick. Yeah. Joe yeah. kiss. Yeah. There we go. Joe kick. Yeah. I don't know. That's fine. You got it. You figured it out. Wheeler in the morning presents your voice on Energy One Hundred Six. The loud line two zero four four seven eight eighty forty. Hey, it's Natty again. Hi. And Sam. Hi. Sam, stop making funny noises. I know that it's just kind of weird. <laughs> Sam, um, so are you guys worried? It's like it's like a week till Christmas, less yeah. than a week. Yeah. And a lot of us don't even have presents under the tree. What? That's the question. Are you worried? Well, that's because Santa, yeah. Santa comes the night before, my dear. You got to yeah. wait for Santa, and then you will wake up Christmas morning with presents under the tree. That's how it works. Santa doesn't do stuff early. No, he's busy. No. He's got a lot of people on he's, his list. You know how hard he's probably working in the North Pole right now, mm-hmm. trying to get everything ready? Or maybe you were on the naughty list. Ooh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. No, if you leave too a, sweet. If you leave a call in the loud line, I think that automatically puts <laughs> you on the nice list. I think that's how it works. I'm going to do that. Good morning. Hello, Hi. NG106 family. Hi, happy Monday. It's almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their Christmas shopping done? Tyler, well, Wheeler, Jasmine? You're done, right? You've been done for a while. I am done, but I had some change in plans, and now I might not be done. Ah, uh, see, well, now i got to go pick up dose. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> well, I'm Pren. I have my family coming Christmas Eve, and... I literally, everybody's coming this year. You know, you invite people and you think that that they're not going to come. And then all of a sudden, everybody decides they're going to come. So there's going to be 36 people at my house on Saturday. It's going to be great. How many? Everybody decides they're going to come. So there's going to be 36 people at my house on Saturday. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Who birthed them all? But anyways, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. And that's about it. That's like That's a f- what I'm doing. What are you guys doing for Christmas? Are you going away or are you staying here? Anyways, I hope you have a great week. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry if Christmas. I don't talk to you before then. Happy holidays, everybody. Aw, yeah, happy holidays. Well, the to one you thing too. I'm not doing for the holidays is having a family 36? reunion. That's a that's um that would be fantastic. That would be so much fun to be at that house. It'd be chaotic. That would be so much fun. You, you may as well rent a hall, have a social. 36? I think that's the biggest Christmas gathering I've heard in a very, very long time. That's, huh. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Wow. Okay. One more call here on the loud line. And I, Jasmine's staying in Winnipeg, and I'm going back home to Swan River. And Dave, as well, is just hanging out with the family. Okay. I'm leaving a regular message. But... I'm pretty sure most people probably are wishing Mariah Carey was playing on this on this station instead of me singing this song, or maybe even Taylor Swift or Katy Perry or anybody mm. else but me. But here it goes because I've got five more days left. That's right. <laughs> on the eighth day of Christmas, my energy crew brought to me eight cups of detergent to wash shark blanket. <laughs> Seven hours of Gaga songs, six gripes from Jasmine about the movie Maverick, five <laughs> energy jet vacations, four complaints from Sleepy Joe, three wake-up crew acknowledgments, two millennial power outages, and a Mariah Carey song for me <laughs> and you too. I hope you guys enjoy the last five days yep. of me singing. Yeah. I'm sure you would rather hear somebody else singing no. instead. So let's listen to Energy 106 for the rest of the week. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> Hugs and kisses. Thanks, Martha. Call the loud line anytime. The number, guess what it is? It's right here. 25 years since uh, Rose and Jack <laughs> got on the Titanic. I did not. 25 okay. years since Rose was painted. When it was a Jack that was painted like a... It was fret, not painted. It was drawn, drawn with charcoal. Painted. Close enough. Painted. 25 years 
since they both could have fit on the on board. The, yeah, honestly. Yeah. 25 years. That's pretty much all I got, actually. Mm-hmm. 25 years ago, the Titanic came out today. I feel really old. Yeah. 25 years. <laughs> Sorry, I was just playing recorder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That is crazy. Isn't that crazy? And it's still such a huge film. And it still holds up. Like, when you watch it, like, sure, some of the animation and whatever else is, like, you can tell it's been dated, but it's been 25 years. The story itself and everything, the characters, it's still beautiful. So, there you go. That's your little... uh, tidbit today. Speaking of movies, we have your chance to win Landmark Cinema's tickets and treats right now, so we need you to call 204-452-1061 as we play The Secret Game. I'm sending Jasmine out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a question today, so uh, actually just leave. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. bye. Go into the wait, what does Dave call it? It's the stinky, stinky sweaty, sweaty, way, way too, too big. big. It, it is soundproof. big. It is really, yeah. It's, it's like, it's absurd. Okay, bye. Hey, see you. Hi, Energy 106. Who this? Hi, it's Delka. Hey, how are you? Good, you? I'm good. Just waiting for Jasmine to leave. Yeah, okay, she's she's in the... It is like a big soundproof booth, let me tell you. Like, it's <laughs> massive. Okay, so I'm going to ask Jasmine a question. you got to guess if Jasmine's going to get it right or wrong. And then if your guess is correct, I'm going to hook you up with uh, tickets and treats to Landmark Cinemas. Maybe you could go see the new Avatar movie, whatever you want, okay? Okay, awesome. Okay, so the question I'm going to ask, and it was about, I would say, 12-ish minutes ago, I I told uh, the story behind Gaga's song Bloody Mary that we just played for Guaranteed Gaga and how it was it was actually released back in 2011, and now it's uh, charting again now. Do you think Jasmine Lane will remember the year that that song originally came out, even though I just told her 12 minutes ago? Uh, I think we're going to have hope. What was your answer? Yeah. You, you think she's going to remember? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Jasmine Lane, the button is not working. Get on in. All right, Jasmine. Hello, thank you for joining me here today. The uh, question, we just played the song Bloody Mary from Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. Obviously trending from TikTok and Wednesday. When did that song originally come out? What was the year? I love that you thought you could get me on that one. 2011. Way to go! And she had total faith in you, okay. so you got tickets and treats to Landmark Cinemas! <laughs> that song very quickly became one of my favorite Gaga songs, so yeah. I know things about it now. I'm proud of you. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. That's impressive. Okay, we're going to have tickets and treats that you can win all week long. Again, uh, that new Avatar movie came out, and it just smashed the box office. We'll chat more about that later on in the show as well. Um, Newsfeed and Dave, even though he's off, he did the sports for you. That's coming up next. This is the Newsfeed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Another major cast member is leaving SNL and the numbers are in. Did Avatar make any profit at all? Mm. First, following the recent events at the Millennium Library, they are still closed with no plans of reopening this week. They've actually said that they will not be reopening until better security measures are put in place. You didn't hear about that? Living under a rock? There was a um, there was a bad thing that happened. I'm gonna look it up. Is yeah. it that bad that we can't say what it is? I mean, we could say what it is. Oh, okay, but it's Christmas. Yeah, so, so okay. you know, I'll look it, it up. It was a bad thing that happened. Um, but they did say that they want it to reopen oh. very differently than how it closed. So, oh, yeah. that's really sad. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they are closed over the holidays and for who knows how long. But we'll keep you updated once they do reopen. This typically happens before a new season, but Cecily Strong, SNL alumni, has announced her exit from the show. Molly Shambin. One time, I did a weird shoot in Mexico. Two of the girls disappeared, but I'm alive. Thanks, Champagne. Right in the middle of the season, which is uh, not the most common thing. She follows a number of notable cast members who left before season 48 began. She has a few big roles coming up, which is likely why she's leaving the show, including a voice for a character in the upcoming Garfield movie, which stars Chris Pratt and Samuel Jackson. 
Avatar had a pretty great opening weekend, but it still felt short given their massive budget. They gained $135 million domestically oh. and $435 million globally. That's not bad. That's pretty good. So... Will we get? So it, it's number one, obviously. Like it. Oh, it for the weekend, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, will we be getting Avatar three by next year, which has apparently already been filmed? Well, by these numbers, we just might. This definitely depends on how good this film does over the next few weeks. Many critics are saying that just like the first Avatar movie, this sequel will have staying power for years to come. There were so many reviews on social media, and the biggest one that I think I saw was how stunning, like just the aesthetically pleasing to watch this movie it was. I'm curious to know, if you went to see Avatar, the new one, uh, over the weekend, send us a text with your review at 204-452-106. One. one thing that's interesting about that, too, is James Cameron had said that Avatar 3, which they've already filmed, promises to deliver everything that people wish Avatar 2 had. And what? I'm like, so then why didn't you just include, like, the summary of those plots in Avatar 2? Because but, it's already over three hours long. Yeah, fair. From the big screen to the small screen, he talks about it all. It's Talking Movies with Brian Lataki on Energy 106. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we return to the world of Pandora for Avatar The Way of Water. We cannot let you bring your war here. Outcast. That's all they see. I see. The Way of Water connects all things. Before your birth. And after your death. This is our home! I need you with me, and I need you to be strong. Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon of Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Natiri and the army of the Navi as they race to protect their home. Written by the team of James Cameron, Amanda Silver, and Rick Jaffa, and directed by James Cameron, Avatar The Way of Water stars Sam Worthington as Jake, Zoe Saldana as Natiri, Sigourney Weaver as Kiri, Stephen Lang as Quaritch, Kate Winslet as Ronal, Cliff Curtis as Tonawari, and features Joel David Moore, CCH Pounder, Edie Falco, Brendan Cowell, Jermaine Clement, Jamie Flatters, Britton Dalton, Trinity Joe Lee Bliss, Jack Champion, and Bailey Bass. It has been more than 13 years since James Cameron first introduced us to the world of the Navi and the world of Pandora. Avatar quickly became the highest grossing movie of all time before being dethroned, and then it was put back into theaters only to gain its throne back just last year. And now we return to Pandora, although a different part that we have yet to see. This new section of the world brings with it a slightly different version of the Navi that are part blue people, part Maori, and a whole whack load of new creatures. And unfortunately for viewers, it also brings a whale of a runtime at 192 minutes. The story itself is very entertaining. Jake Sully is a family man, and Quaritch is now an avatar that's seeking his revenge. There's a ton of intertwining stories, and some that have resolution, while others do not setting up for future sequels, but the main story arc is pretty well done. Acting-wise, while James Cameron wasn't lying, this may be the best motion capture film that I have ever seen. The only thing missing is Andy Serkis, but ultimately, this is a movie with very few human characters, so it's pretty much an animated film. That said, there's a ton of emotion, and the motion capture and CGI make a lot of the scenes feel very real. There really were only a few scenes where I would call the CGI questionable. For the lion's share of this movie, which was a long time, the CGI is amazing, and as I previously said, I fully expected. Now, where this movie loses the most is obviously in its runtime. Having finally sat down to watch it, it's no longer speculation for me. This is my honest opinion. There is a ton of this movie that could have been cut without sacrificing plot. This easily could have been a two-hour movie, without question. The three-hour runtime was unnecessary and resulted in a number of scenes that just felt like filler. Meanwhile, there's a 15-minute montage and show us a passage of time we're gonna need a montage, montage. Ooh, it takes a montage. montage 
showing the Scullies acclimating to their new water world. The runtime makes me not want to watch this movie again, much to the chagrin of James Cameron. I will not return to the theater, and I will not go for another three-hour swim. I will not. Overall, Avatar 2 is a good movie. It was fun, it was entertaining for the most part, and most importantly, it was absolutely stunning. I won't be the least bit surprised if this movie not only is nominated for a number of Oscars, but wins a bunch too, especially in the visual effects category. That said, it is a movie I recommend, but it's very low on my rewatch list. I give Avatar The Way of Water a B. Now is your chance to win tickets and treats to Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. All you need to do is text your name for a chance to win to 204-452-1061 right now, and we'll hook up one lucky listener with movie tickets, popcorn, and a drink to Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. And maybe I'll see you at the movies. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. I will also take this opportunity to let you know that I'm going to be taking some holidays and I will return in the new year. Thank you for listening and as always the one thing that makes life precious you see is how brief it is wait what wheeler in the morning with jasmine lane and tyler carr (laughs) sure so nick cannon has finally answered the question many of us have the boy has 11 kids with several women right many announced within the same year and uh, all those women are getting enough money for child support, so that's nice. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. If he's supporting them, yeah. what's the problem? But Cannon has finally reached a breaking point. He's at the end? He says that he has a lot of guilt. And his biggest guilt is that even though he loves children and he wants to have as many children as possible, and he and all the moms have good relationships and stuff... The fact that between his busy schedule, relationships, and the number of children he has, he is spread very thin. And he has a lot of remorse over how little time he gets to spend with each of his children. Yeah, that's 11 kids that are at different (laughs) homes in different cities. Different ages. They need different things from their dad, right? Or from their their fatherly figure, whoever that is. You're going to call them every day? Like, how are you going to have that relationship? You know, I understand wanting to have children. I totally get it. But, like... The quality of life for those children. I don't know. I'm such a big believer. When you have kids, you do not matter anymore. Your kids are the primary focus, period. Like, and there are so many things that develop, even in infancy, within the first three months of a baby being born, when it comes to them feeling comfortable and supported and safe. And if they don't have that stable environment, because you're never around and you're like a stranger who sees them twice a month or something like that. Like, love cannot buy, or sorry, money cannot buy love to your children. So it's like, yeah, you can give them this wonderful life because you have the means to do so. But yeah. maybe consider not procreating as much. So he like he's guilty because now he, there's too many kids and he can't really remember when all the birthdays are. Yeah, he doesn't know their names. Right. <laughs> A cozy little Christmas here with you. In five days, 15 hours, 55 minutes and okay. 13 seconds. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's so exciting. Are you not excited? I'm, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. I'll be more excited, like, you know, on Friday. Are you one of the ones that until the day before, the two days leading up, you have to, that's the only time or do you don't like the anticipation or what? Because you do a lot for Christmas. You yeah. see your family, you open gifts. Like. I, no, I I think I, I really enjoy the holiday season. I like the merriness of it all. Um, but the one thing for me is I find it usually isn't until I'm at the dinner table with my family. The stuffing and the where turkey. I'm, I'm like, oh, I missed you guys. I'm so happy to see everyone. Right, and then okay. it really kicks in and I'm hyped. Well, I, I have a bit of a problem with Christmas this year. And I want to know if you're having the same issue as me. And you can text in at 204-452-1061. Or honestly, call the loud line 204-478-8040 where is merry christmas what do you mean where is merry christmas like when oh so yesterday i was a few i went to a few stores just a few malls you know getting some last minute gifts just finishing up everything nobody was saying merry christmas not even a happy holidays no nothing and I so don't, then, no that's not true no it is because when i was going through the till i even looked at the girl i was like merry christmas and she was like okay like okay, do you do? Is that just not something people okay. do? People not want to say Merry Christmas anymore because I, I was I, at Olive Garden yesterday and I said Happy Holidays to the server and she said Happy Holidays. Well, am I just meeting the Grinch? 
Or what? Maybe you need to stop saying Merry Christmas. What's the problem with Merry Christmas? I don't know. It's like... Some people don't celebrate Christmas. So you just say happy holidays? Happy holidays. Yeah, but if, okay, for example, I celebrate Christmas, so then I say Merry Christmas to you. You can respond with happy holidays. That's fair. Right? Like, you yeah. can you can say happy holidays in response to my Merry Christmas, but it seems like nobody wants to do that. And I don't think I come across as a very, like, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! It's more like a Merry Christmas, and then they go, okay. Maybe so, I, I think people are in the Christmas spirit still. <sighs> I think they are. I you just, know, we had a cold weekend, maybe, right. so people just maybe were thrown well, off because I, of that. You know, I understand the retail that's so busy right now, and it's stressful, and maybe you're like, oh, I just want to get Christmas over. I get that. But just like the spirit of somebody saying, like, Merry Christmas to you, it's just like, is so cute. One of those nice little reminders. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, where's Merry Christmas? I get stuff on the weekend. So you've been, you've, you've had people that have said Merry Christmas to oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. And I, I've been saying it to everybody, too, even the guy pumping my gas. Because it's Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Whatever you here's say. Here's a tip. Yeah, here's, here's two bucks. <laughs> uh, have you been saying it? Do you say it anymore? 204-452-1061. Let us know. I wait, just, I wait. Want, Tyler. Yes. Is this going to ruin your Christmas spirit? It has a little bit. Okay, well, we have to start saying Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas to yeah, Tyler. Because it's one of those things that just like when you're going out and about and you say it, you are of the uh, understanding that everybody is kind of in that yeah, spirit. Yeah, and then if they don't, it's kind of like, oh. Ugh. And especially, okay, and keep in mind, I, I, I understand that if it is December 1st, even, there are going to be people that are not going to be in the Christmas spirit. But we are literally December 19th. Why is not everybody that's saying a, it? Yeah, that's a good point. I I think you just got to start shopping where I shop because everybody's very jolly. Fine. Yeah. Look, look for the jolly stores. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of being jolly, someone is going to get very jolly in uh, Winnipeg this week with a very, very big gift. Uh, we'll tell you how you could actually be that recipient coming up next. You know, it's Wheeler, in the, it's Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr and... Uh, there is a Grinch in our office. Who is it? I think you know exactly who it is. I have a few people on my list. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I've got you on mine. What? There was a rumor going around Jasmine Lane that you were shifting through the prize closet at Energy 106, trying to be the Grinch and steal some of our Merry Switchmas prize pack. No! Including the new Pokemon Scarlet game. And (laughs) let me just say, before you jump in, I got a message from Jasmine Lane this weekend saying, should I get the new Pokemon game? Hmm. We (laughs) Yeah. And we saw you in there. The cameras caught you looking around. We will know if one of the games is missing. Here's the thing. I... I had seen the box for Mary Switchmas, which, you, which you can win. Yeah. And I I put everything on top of the OLED switch mm-hmm. and I held it up and I said, this is the most money I've ever held in my hands at one point. <laughs> and then I put it down. See, that's not what... It- I put it down. Yeah, no, it's definitely still here. You didn't take it. We're just saying we're on to you. So now you know Do, that you can't. Honest, if I, yes, I would absolutely love to take it. Who wouldn't? Okay. I would love to, but I can't because there's only one of them. And if I took it, people would know. Yeah. And then we would check the cameras, which we did already. We're like, why is Jasmine in the prize closet for the last 30 minutes? Like, you know, if suddenly she you was see actually... me eating like a lot of like Cafe 22 pizzas, it's probably because I stole a gift card. But like Jasmine was literally <laughs> caressing the Pokemon Scarlet game because she wants it so bad. She was like talking to it, like giving it sweet nothings. It was... I was talking about how I was like, this is so much money. I wish I could have this. Yeah. Just hanging out alone. So yeah, Merry Switchmas is happening thanks to PNP Games. We now have a lock on the prize door because of Jasmine. (laughs) The grand prize is a OLED Nintendo Switch, including Splatoon 3. We we will have the Pokemon Scarlet game because Jasmine will not steal it. I won't. Credit for the new Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, as well as a bunch of accessories to make sure that you're ready to play literally on Christmas Day. Now, here's how this works. You go to energy106.ca, you enter a short little form there, and then you are in to win. We are going to be picking someone in the next few days, and then Jasmine and I are actually going to be delivering it at some point this week to a lucky person in Winnipeg. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine getting all of that and opening that. You might have to fight me for yeah, it, for but the, I don't 
don't know if we're delivering it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna like, don't take it. I think that's the email coming in from the boss saying that Jasmine will no longer be the one delivering this prize pack. But yeah, a big thank you to our friends at PNP Games for helping us out with that. It's gonna be uh, very spectacular to uh, surprise somebody with this on. Uh, it's such a big prize. It pack. really is. It really is. And the Switch is just so hot right now. And if you've never tried the OLED, oh my gosh, the screen is beautiful. Yeah. So again. Enter online, energy106.ca. Jasmine Lane has the news feed, unless she tries to steal it. I don't know. <laughs> and then Dave, even though he's off this week, he actually did uh, a sports feed for you. So we'll uh, play that for you coming up next. Oh, my God, Tyler. Oh, is that my, the cops? Is that the is. cops at the door? Run. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Some big news about that upcoming community movie, which is coming out soon. Also, Elon Musk. <sighs> has an interesting way of doing things. We will discuss that. While the weather has some Manitobans wanting to travel south, it is uh, certainly sparking a lot of creativity in others. If you take a trip to Grand Beach anytime soon, one artist, Gary Foydart, has taken advantage of the massive chunks of ice forming near the beach and has started to carve them. On display right now is a giant owl sculpture, which took him about 10 hours to mm. create. Um, he's self-taught. He's been carving for over 30 years and found his inspiration when he saw an ice carving competition on the beach so pretty cool yeah <clears throat> there's some good news sorry about who did i say it wrong no it's an owl joke who oh oh <laughs> thanks dave <laughs> There's some good news about the upcoming community movie. Tons of the original cast are returning for it. And now season six character Elroy, who was played by Keith David, has confirmed his interest in the project. That thing that castles have? Walls? Come on. A moat? Yeah, it goes over the moat. goes over the moat. Enemy knights, cavalry, uh, arrows. No, come on, stop it. It goes like this. Alligators? No, it's one thing. It's mechanical. One mechanical alligator. Are you screwing with me? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> He says he is very eager to get back into the role, and when it happens, he will be there. Are you taking a B-reel? Yeah. Tyler. <laughs> All of a sudden, Tyler just pulls up his wow. phone and peace signs. You have two minutes to do it. <laughs> I was actually late. An official release date for the upcoming Community movie has not yet been given by Peacock, but it is expected to come out sometime in 2023. So Elon Musk certainly has an interesting way of doing things, and uh, he may have kind of bit off more than he could chew here. He put up a Twitter poll to see... He's been doing Twitter polls like crazy to, mm -hmm. to see whether or not journalist accounts should be banned or reinstated, and they voted reinstated, so he reinstated them. And uh, he also posted up a new poll where users could vote if they wanted him out as CEO, and he said, I will abide by the poll's results. He also said there's no successor and doesn't think that anybody would really want the job, but... The poll has come in and it's 57% want him out. So, so if, he has to step down. Well, he said, I will abide by the poll results. And he so, hasn't posted since. Well, okay, so then if he does step down, is he going to find some weird way to like, oh, he's still like the assistant and then he's just making somebody like, who It'll knows? be like when, when Jeff Bezos stepped down from Amazon. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. It's interesting, though, because, you know, would he actually sell the company? Does Is he no. looking for an out? No. Possibly? No. As it stands, uh, yeah, the poll has a winning majority of Musk stepping well, down. It, so it, it did... Um yeah, no, it did actually, it ended, and yeah. he, he did lose, so... What is that? We'll, we'll see. I mean, he always says people have a voice, so we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. Honestly, he's probably just going to, like, take a video of himself, like, stepping down a ladder or something. That would actually, I, okay. You would like that? Okay. I, I, would, I would laugh. I would laugh. <laughs> Jasmine, like, it's been really cool, because in the last few days, we've just been, I don't, it's, it's been great. It's been great. It's been crazy, but we've been getting so much local talent sent to us. Yeah. And it's always, like, so nice to hear what is happening in, like, Winnipeg, Manitoba, or people that are from Manitoba. Like, we had Leah Janae on last week, mm -hmm. and, like, she's just so fantastic. The lineup of Winnipeg artists, the Winnipeg music scene is just unreal. Yeah, and, like, unreal. just Manitoba talent yeah. in general. Like, you go to a local show, Mm -hmm. And you might not know a single name that's that's on the list, mm -hmm. but you're like, wow. Yeah, so good. So good. So we've got another artist uh, on the phone, and we, we've been in the works to, to do this for a while now, and it's Faja now. Good morning, Faja. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? We are fantastic. Now, uh, before we play your track, uh, give us a little background on like who you are and uh, what type of music you make and all that. Then we'll play your song, and we'll come back and chat with you a little more. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I go by Faja, um, and... 
friend. I'm from Winnipeg, of course. Um, <laughs> I've been producing for about nine years. I make uh, electronic music of different sorts. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. Now, this song that we're about to play, Make the Time, so you're the producer on that. Uh, who do you get to do the vocals, and how do you do all that? Um, so the vocalist was just a... Um, she she wanted to be uncredited, but she was a vocalist from from Norway that I worked with on this. Um, and yeah, I produced the entire track. Um, yeah. Okay, sweet. Okay, well, I'm going to put you on hold. We want to chat with you a little more about your music and everything, but let's uh, let's play your song right now. This is Faja, Make the Time on Energy 106. Faja, make the time at 8.46 this morning. This is Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. So, Faja, I got a, cr- a question for you. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you said that the vocals on that song was uh, a woman overseas who did not want to be credited. Um, yeah. So I have a proposition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Tyler Carr and I want to be credited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make room for us on your next track? For sure. Yeah. Tyler is horrendously out of key. Yes. But thanks to editing, yeah, you, you can, can work with that. And yeah. I'm slightly better. Yeah. So there you go. You got your next song already. Now, Faja, tell us the story behind like how you come up. Like you make the time. Where did that inspiration come from for all that? Um, well, pretty much since I was like a kid, my mom had played me like tons of Eurodance, like 
you know, like DJ Sammy, um, mm-hmm. Alice DJ, um, and like my first album she got me was Aqua. Um, oh, and so the song was inspired by that era of stuff. I've been del- diving into that entire era and just trying to make as much Eurodance inspired music. So that's kind of where it came from. Well, that's fantastic. And have you always just been into music like since growing up or is it just a new passion? Where did this come from? Uh, yeah, pretty much since I was a kid, I've been learning different instruments. And, um, I think when I was like three or four, I've been saying I want, I wanted to be in a band, but you know, now I'm producing. So yeah, yeah that's I always fun. wanted to make music. So from a band to producing, so did you just kind of fall in love with EDM? Is that where it came into play in? Uh, it kind of changed your, your vision of where you were going? Yeah. And it's like a lot more practical, obviously than having, you know, a whole group of people. You can just do this on your own whenever you want pretty much. Yeah, for sure. No, it's incredible. It's a very catchy song. We got a bunch of text messages coming in just saying how catchy it is. And is that is that kind of the vibe you want to hear? Is like catchy or what what what's that word that you would want to describe your music with? Yeah, anything um just kind of vibrant, catchy, um and and bouncy really. <laughs> bouncy. Out of curiosity, because obviously there's so many layers to a track like that. How long does something like that take you to produce? Um, you know what, funny enough, like I think the best tracks take the least long so i think i think that track probably took like 15 hours maybe at most like the ones that i can speed through as fast as i can those yeah. are always the best ones it's like you get this inspiration it just flows and then you're like hey do it do it get it done yeah pretty pretty much so <laughs> faja for anybody listening right now they want to hear more of you how can they do that yeah you can find me on spotify apple music any of those major outlets um, and I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Faja Music. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Faja, for taking the time. Wake up early. I know DJs are usually sleeping at this time, but uh, we woke <laughs> you up so we could play your song, and it sounded great. So thanks. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty One Land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Metis Nation.